What's up, guys? It's your girl, Chris, and welcome back to another episode of Chrisology. Yes, I am back from the dead. <laughs> I am extremely excited to be back to give you guys a full episode this week. I am feeling a lot better, as you can tell. Um, I'm still not 100%, but I am a lot better than I was last week. And I just want to sh- shout out to everyone who sent me care packages and to everyone who's just sent me well wishes via text and um, different social media platforms. I really appreciate it. Your girl is feeling better. Not 100%, but I am better. So I am going to apologize in advance if you do hear some coughing because as you know, the cough is always the last thing to leave. I'm gonna try to hold it in as much as I can, but I do apologize if you hear it. Um, Like I said last week, This week, the topic is going to be mental health. Um, This will be mental health part two, but I'm excited about this week because we are doing a special edition. This is going to be the child and parent edition of mental health. So with further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my guest, my best friend, AKA my mom. Hello, hello everyone. This is Miss Faith. What you wanna be Miss Faith or Faith? either are. <laughs> okay so this is miss faith my mom so i'm excited um we are definitely going to get down to the nitty-gritty i have a few questions i'm going to do um just to switch it up a little and these are questions that i came up with that i will be asking my mom and she'll be answering and we'll just have a little discussion so let's just go ahead and jump right into it you excited i'm very excited <laughs> all right so the first question is what does mental health mean to you? To me, mental health <clears throat> means that you have some serious issues. There is something going on with with you and you have to find a way to figure out what it is and to seek and get some help. Okay, okay. Um, question number two. Do you think depression is something that is caused or brought on? And those are similar words but what i mean by brought on is something is like wrong with your wiring inside your head and cause what i mean by that is like oh dang my house burned down last week now i'm sad well i think it can be both cause (coughs) and brought on because there are situations where people do have something going on with in their cells within their body or their brain that they're not aware of like example a brain tumor mm-hmm. could be causing something to be going on and people don't know it and also it could be brought on by you too depends on what it is because we all go through things and a lot of times we do not know how to let things go especially when things don't work out so in the meantime mm. while we're dealing with it we still hanging on to that bad situation that happened yeah that's called that's called um hold it on to a grudge yes <coughs> i used to be notorious at that okay i think i learned that from you okay i'm just kidding <laughs> we know i definitely did learn that from you because you will let something go in a minute and block yes. it out yes, I do. Yes, I do. all right number three what do you think anxiety is and how do you think it could be cured Anxiety to me is fair. How can we cure it? It just depends on what it is. Um, Fair is the thing that people think that 
they're afraid of something for whatever reason. It, it just don't matter. Um, they just feel they can't do something because they're afraid of it. And again, this is where we have to find a way to deal with all these different situations that we come up with or we have. And um, can it be cured? I think it can if they, they work on it and they seek, you know, medical help. Um, uh, maybe if they just change how they do different things, you know, go about that, you know, day a different way, you know, maybe exercise or something or talk to somebody. I think it, it could be a cure. So, because as you know, there are like different forms of anxiety. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. And um, so, for example, some people have an anxiety of large crowds. Okay. Um, and some wouldn't even say that's an anxiety. Some would say maybe that's a phobia. Uh, and then some people just have anxiety of just their mind is constantly racing like they have a fear of trying to do something so you think the best way to cure it quote unquote would be to go get help that's one way I wouldn't say the best way mm-hmm. um, again there's no wrong answer here yeah no no you're right it's I, you know it doesn't have to be the best way that's just one way because like you said there are different types of anxiety that's out there mm-hmm. and again it depends on what the situation is um, to you know to get help they would just have the I mean that's that's a very good question Chris I like that I have to look a little more into that one but again it just depends okay okay question number four was mental health talked about in your household growing up? I definitely know the answer to this, but (laughs) I'll let you answer it. Of course you know the answer to this, (laughs) because me growing up, mental health, or anything else was never discussed. Now, was it not discussed because you don't remember it? Or, you know, you blocked it out because we know how you do. Yes, I do block things out. (laughs) I have blocked things out in my life, in my past. But no, that was something that we didn't discuss. We didn't have an open um, relationship coming up. Okay. Do you wish, looking back in hindsight, that maybe you talked to your parents about mental health? Yes, I really wish I had talked to my or parents. Or not to, about not not just about mental health mm-hmm. because uh, just about more open discussions about things in general. Yes, I, I wish coming out, my parents, you know, were the type of parents that would discuss everything and anything with us. They didn't, you know, life example, you know, you know, talking about boys and, and girls getting together, sex, those things were never discussed coming out. And I kind of wish it did, but of course, you know, I had my sister, for example, but I know she's not listening to this, so <laughs> I, I won't get in trouble, but looking at my sister, my sister got pregnant at a very young age, and I just said, oh, I'm not going to do that. So no. I didn't do that. So, you know, coming through high school, graduating, fear of being pregnant, ever getting pregnant was never imaged on my mind because sex wasn't on my mind. So basically how you taught your things not to do things or how you had conversations is by looking at examples around you. Yes, exactly. Okay, so like, for instance, you didn't have the sex talk, but you seen that your sister got pregnant at a young age and you seen, well, I don't want that for myself. Exactly. Okay, and that makes a lot of sense. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to 
go through certain situations and sometimes it may not be our situation we may be an outsider looking in on someone else's situation and be like well, dang definitely don't want to be in those shoes or have to go through that struggle so it makes a lot of sense i um i'm like the type of person as you know <laughs> i like to touch the stove if it's hot even if you tell me it's not hot and then sometimes i can look back and watch somebody else touch the stove and be like "Ooh." Honey, they got a burn on their hands. And I'm not about that life. So yeah, that makes sense. So with that being said, let's transition to my second question, which they go hand in hand. If you could do it all over again with us, would you discuss mental health with my brother and I? Definitely, yes. I would discuss not only mental health, but everything else. I would have an open book relationship with you guys. And what sometimes I think you don't understand the way I do things is because that's the way I was taught not to discuss this and I choose to raise you guys kind of the same way but in a different way in a better way um I will shield things from you guys especially you more than oh Brandon. girl definitely um, me I was the shelter kid yes I sheltered let's you. go ahead and speak on I it did. I, I did <laughs> and um, because at the time I thought that was the right thing to do um but looking back now, no, I would definitely have more of an open book relationship with you guys. No, just go ahead and say it. You would shelter my brother more. <laughs> Maybe I should have sheltered him a little more. Yes. Yes. I'll let you have that now. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, I don't have kids yet. And, you know, my brother does have kids, as yes. you know. And I don't have kids for, for multiple reasons yet. But we talk all the time about like how you know helping Brandon with his kids and and just seeing how you parent us I tell you all the time well I'm gonna do x y and z different or I'm not gonna do that or I'm gonna do this and I think it's important especially now like and even you because you're going through it with you know my niece my youngest niece and my uh well my only niece but my my niece and my youngest nephew Caden in London how the game has changed as far as parenting oh definitely and i know you you're probably doing things now with them that you didn't do with brandon and i Mm -hmm. and i'm just looking at all of that like okay yeah i'm gonna take a little piece of this and use that i'm gonna not use this you know what i mean yes so and and with that being said when i have my kids i'm definitely gonna talk to them about everything um i feel like now we talk about everything now that i'm older but I feel like it's especially important, not just mental health, but just like we said, everything in general, because kids are curious creatures. You guys are. And the younger the generations get, or the you know the different generations, like Caden's generation, um, they're going to be smarter than us. They are. And the things that they're born with, like technology, um, Jaden, my oldest nephew, his era was nothing but technology like tablets this tablets that like I didn't have that until what middle school probably so being that they're growing up in a in a more advanced era a more advanced generation you gotta use different and more advanced techniques to parent them and I don't know I, I feel like the sooner you talk to your kids about things in general 
Um, it, of course, needs to be age appropriate because oh, you're not going to talk to a, a three-year-old about sex. First of all, they're not even going to comprehend or understand that, number mm-hmm. one. But once they get to that age, whatever you deem that age to be appropriate, it definitely needs to be before middle school. But um, once you get there, just constantly instilling them and just make it a consistent conversation. That way, they don't have a problem coming to you like, hey, mom, I, you know, I feel X, Y, and Z way about X, Y, and Z thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's important. And I'm glad now that you're older, you're seeing that. Yes, everyone. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to be 60. Woo-hoo. So that's what she wants everybody to know. <laughs> yes, I can say 6-0. Girl, you look good. Go ahead thank and put, you, that, um, put that stamp on that. Yes, I'm very flat. So I can, <laughs> I can say 60. Yes. All right. So question number six. Do you know of anyone personally or in the family that has had mental health illnesses? I honestly don't think that I do or don't remember. That is a question I would have to ask my two brothers and my sister, but I think the answer to that would be no. Okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know anyone. I think... I think everyone has something a little off like I won't say a little off but a little screw missing yeah like a little quirk you know we all have a little quirk about ourselves and um I know I do I don't know about you well no one's perfect so um, yeah no one's perfect I probably do might have a little screw I don't know but no one's perfect as far as any serious mental issues I can't recall that I can't recall yeah I don't know of anyone in the family either but I think it's important to know um your background and know your familial ties as far as like, ooh, Uncle Craig, you know, is bipolar. I don't have an Uncle Craig, by the way, guys. I'm just, for example. Um, but I think that's important. And I think it's important for you to know that for your kids. Because if oh, you definitely. start to see signs that your kid is a little off, okay, well, let me go ahead and look down the family lineage and see what's going on. Okay. Question number seven. Do you feel you've ever had a mental health crisis yourself? I honestly don't feel that I have. And what I mean by that is, like, just having a breakdown, like, just F it all. I don't think I've ever felt that way. Now, of course, again, like I said a few minutes ago, I'm not perfect. And if something had happened in my life, um, I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know? I will say, um, my mom is, like, probably the strongest black woman I know. And I feel like black women in general are like the strongest creature here on earth fight me if you want to but i said what i said well thank you dear (laughs) but yeah i feel like growing up watching you deal with things is vastly different from how i deal with things as we know Mm -hmm. um so i guess i didn't get my crazy from you (laughs) but um i do strive to be more like you when it comes to handling situations because I know I don't know if it's like my my Leo side or like my cancer tendencies because you know I'm really big into like you know zodiac sign and stuff like that but um whatever my makeup is I feel like there's something in me that is just emotionally like overboard well I don't know if I agree with you with all that I mean you feel that way now and I think for me it was different it was different mainly because I was uh, a single parent, mm-hmm. a divorced single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have not one, but 
two kids. So for me, I had to make a decision how I wanted to raise my kids. Right. And so that's when I didn't have a choice but to handle my business. And you did that, girl. I had a good old childhood. I think you did. I miss those days. I enjoyed I those too. days with you guys a lot. Yeah, I miss those days. And you get mad when I talk about those days. Like, girl, let it go. But um, I I see now, like, the things that you shield me from and, and how it was sheltered. Like, I can appreciate it because I see where you were coming from from a parent's standpoint now that I'm older. But when I was younger, it was like, girl, like, oof, honey, can you just back back? Give me the DVD. But, um... No, I think you did a, a very good job, especially considering your circumstance, your situation. Um, one thing that you did that a lot of parents don't do is that you put your kids first. Always. I'm trying to get you to not be like that now. <laughs> um, because you can kind of like lose yourself in the sauce and it's like, oh, well, I gotta make sure so-and-so is good. Like, no girl, we are grown adults and you know, our decisions are our decisions, and like it or not, you just have to be at peace with that, and I feel like, especially now that you're about to be 60, I want you to just live and not worry so much, you know? That makes sense? That makes sense. Yeah. That was nice. Okay. <laughs> All right, number eight, what do you do or recommend to keep your mental intact? For me, what I do is I just stay positive <coughs> I try to associate myself with all positive things all positive, all positive people mm-hmm. and if for some reason I come over you know come across somebody that is not positive you know I'm going to give them a chance but then when I see they're all on left field hey I gotta let them go because mm-hmm. I'm all about being positive I just don't have time for the nonsense right you do a better job at that than me because I I won't say I let people take advantage of me, but like, you know. You're just too nice sometimes. Okay, thanks. You gotta be direct. Thanks for being what? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be direct. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes, doesn't it feel awkward being direct and blunt with people sometimes? Like, I feel feel uncomfortable being mean sometimes. I don't don't consider it being mean. I think my side, I'm a Virgo, by the way, guys. And she is very direct. I'm very direct. definitely a Virgo. We are very, very (laughs) sweet Loving Y'all are kind hearted. So, but you know, we just don't have time for the nonsense. Yeah. But for example, like people who don't know my mom, and it's so funny because it just never fails, they will think that my mom is like some bougie, stuck up, mean lady. But it's not until they get to know her and be like, oh, dang, like, you know, Miss Faye is chill. Like, she funny, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But my mom. And I don't know how she masters this technique, but she has this thing where she can be very direct with someone and they know she's not playing, but they know she's not being a bee about it. Of course not. And I just don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, I feel I feel bad for sometimes wanting to put people in their place. What what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, but like, but then sometimes, like, I don't feel bad when I like, like I'm good at I can ghost somebody, you know. I'm good at ghosting somebody or ignoring them. I'm great at that because then I don't have to have 
the confrontation but then there's other times where I'm good at confrontation but I feel like I'm more I'm, I'm better at confrontation with people that I know versus strangers and it, it should be the opposite way you know yeah I think people I don't know I mean because sometimes people take me the wrong way but like like my daughter just said until you get to know me um you know, and it's funny we're having this conversation because it happened earlier today. I was messaging my brother. Oh Lord! And uh, I said something, and his reply was, "You should know me by now. I don't have time for the trauma." And I'm like, "What trauma? There was never any trauma." <laughs> and so I told him what I was talking about. And he said, "Oh my bad. I, I really took that the wrong way." I said, "Yeah, because what I said is." It's a long story, mm-hmm. and he thought it was gonna be drama. No, the long story actually was funny. He said, "Yeah, that he said that is funny." Yeah, and that's why I don't like texting people or or any of that. Like, I like talking to people because sometimes when you text people, it could just be taken way out of context. Especially like nowadays, you have to put LOL behind everything. You do. You have to put a smiley face, LOL, the hugging emoji, and you don't even be like be feeling like that but you have to do that so people people. aren't taking you the wrong way and I hate that like you know well sometimes what I do to let people know that I'm pissed I put like dot 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 like that knows like to me like "Mm, I'm not feeling you right now but like if I am trying to be like you know slick with it but I'm trying to be funny slick or whatever and I don't want you to read me the wrong way you I have to put that laughing emoji so you know like hey I'm just playing or hey don't take this any type of way so yeah it's easy to take things out of context when you are texting someone and I hate that that's why I always say like it's, it's best to like have a a phone combo because things can go sideways real quick honey and you know I'm with the pettiness <laughs> all right <laughs> all right question number nine do you think happiness is a choice? Um, and what I mean by that is do outside forces or your current situation or circumstances affect or weigh how you feel? I believe happiness <clears throat> is a choice. Mm-hmm. It is definitely up to you to be happy. No matter what outside situation is going on, you make a decision. Either you can live life, or you can be miserable. But what if something happens? In like, say for example, um, I got hit by a car today. Say I was living my best life today, and then I just got hit by a car, and then the person that hit me just took off, hit and run. Do you not think that's going to affect my happiness? It should not. Girl, what? No, you you're hurt. Don't I am. I'm fiz- I am you're hurt. hurt. You're hurt. But at the same time, be thankful that you're still alive. Count your blessings. Yeah, I'm thankful, but I'm pissed. You're pissed. Anybody gets in a... Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't be pissed. I'll be upset. I'll be mad. You you get that way. We're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Be human. But at the same time, we got to keep moving because life goes on. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm still working on letting things go. Life goes on, and we got to keep moving and being happy and enjoying everything that God has given us. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that. That makes sense. But it's just hard sometimes. Like, I feel like happiness is a choice, but I also feel like your circumstance weighs on that. Like, if I'm facing eviction and my car is about to get taken, 
and um, I just got to let go from my job. Like, I can wake up, you know, during that time every day and be like, ooh, I'm choosing to be happy, I'm choosing to be happy. But if I look at all those things going on around me, it's kind of hard to be happy. And I mean, I, I understand that very well. I see that, you know, perfect example of the pandemic. Um, I was laid off. So was I, honey. Yes. You know, to the point where, you know, I lost my job, but I was not going to go around being mad with the world because pandemic is something you can't control. Yeah, it's true. You know, but God is good. And what happened with me was, and what kept me going, if I can be real, is having my baby boy, my grandson. So when that happened, I started getting him every two weeks and keeping him for two weeks. And I was loving it to the point where I'm still doing that. <laughs> and now I'm not just doing that with him, but he now has a three-month-old baby sister. Girl. Whew, honey, tell so, me about yeah, it. So yes, I'm about to get both of them in a few minutes. They are Irish twins. Yes, Irish twins what they're called. And um, but I, I enjoy it because I get to see them grow. You wasn't happy to see me? See you when? Girl, when I came back from Charlotte, when I well, moved of back. Of course, I was happy to I see you. I can't tell. You. Of course. I can't tell. But you know, babies always come first. But I am your baby. You are, oh, you will always be my baby girl. And you don't act like it. Oh, my goodness. I need you to get right. Okay. <laughs> okay, last question. Are you mentally fit? I think I am. Yeah? Okay. What makes you say that? Well, I do a good job. I take care of myself. I eat right. I you exercise. can exercise more. No, I mean I'm bad about that lately. Yeah, but don't I don't even come on here and start flexing. No, no, but I, I I look good for my age. You do look good. You don't look. 60. I know I, I need to get back in the gym, and that's something I'm probably going to do next month. Or this month, I'm ready to go always, back. Always an excuse with you, man. I'm, I'm ready to go back to the gym and work out. Okay. Yeah, I need you to, um, well, let me not say that. Let me say that off the air. Okay, guys. (laughs) But yes, I I think you're mentally stable. I think um, my crazy parts about myself, I don't think they come from you. Um, I'm trying to do some research now where they come from. I can't help you there, there. Yeah, I would say that my mom... Um, when it comes to her mental stability, um, I think that she is very well fit for someone who's about to be 60. Um, and just throughout my whole life, she has been mentally stable. I think when I go off the hinges sometimes, well, I'm not crazy, but when I have like, you know, my moments, I don't know where I get it from. I just know I don't get them from you because you handle your stressors way better. Like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know if you really be behind that closed door boohooing. I do not. <laughs> I do not. But you handle them a lot better than I would. You'll get there. Yeah. And um, I do want to say thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Um, before I do my don't do that moment of the week, uh, I just want to say that it is just utterly important for parents to have open-ended conversations with their children not just about sex not just about how their day was or whatever whatever but about mental health because if you don't have those just pertinent conversations you're never really going to know that your child is struggling 
And, you know, when I was going through what I was going through in Charlotte, like, you know, my mom had, she was aware of things that was going on prior to then. So it wasn't like, ooh, surprise, you know, your child is, like, losing it out here. Um, But, you know, having those conversations with her and being able to just talk freely now that I'm older definitely helped. But, yeah, just parents, just help develop your child's self-esteem if you see that they're struggling there. Um, Help them to build strong, caring relationships. Um, help them to set realistic goals and just take interest in things that your child is involved in. And it will just go a long way, I feel. And with that being said, my don't do that moment of the week, it was going to be um, Ronnie O'Neill the the man from Florida who was defending himself in a double murder trial. But I'm not going to do that just because that's just really really sad if you want to know about ronnie o'neill III, just google it but i am going to talk about something that happened a couple of weeks ago very quickly um the rapper benzino and his uh rapper child uh i may be saying her name wrong coil but basically they were having a back and forth exchange on social media it got pretty nasty um they're cool now but basically just don't do that don't go back and forth with your child about anything, especially publicly. Like, if you and your child are having a spat or whatever issues, handle that behind closed doors because, you know, the world doesn't need to be brought into your drama because that's just nothing but further mental abuse, I feel. If you have something you need to say to your child, don't call them out in front of a group of people. Don't do that. Handle it privately in just a peaceful space. And with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for bearing with me with my cough. I do apologize, but I'm still trying to get over my sickness. But I am getting there. I'm feeling a lot better, like I said. And once again, thank you to everyone who's reached out to me um, and sent me care packages. And until next time, don't forget to follow your girl on IG at I am Kristen Ruth. And see you next time. See you next week. Stay productive and kind and wealthy.